1: With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
0: Hey, Bills Mafia, we know there's only one topic every day, all Bills all the time. And now Matt Bove and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking Bills all year long, because it's always game
1: day in Buffalo. All right, so let's start, Matt, with... Bills didn't get a lot of help on Sunday. They got a little bit of help on Saturday. Some nice help from Detroit beating Denver. Needed that. Mm -hmm. But Minnesota could have really helped by beating Cincinnati. They blew it. And then Pittsburgh losing to Indy. Indy winning. Probably not a great result for the Bills. But as long as the Bills keep winning, it won't matter any of this. They did Mm -hmm. jump a couple of teams because of it. But then on Sunday, Chicago can't close out Cleveland. Cleveland wins. And the Titans can't close out the Texans. The Texans win. So the Bills are still on the outside looking in but it's getting more favorable. It's looking better. They do go to L.A. next week to play the Chargers. It's a Saturday night game. Right now, it's looking a lot better than it did, obviously. And The Bills are in very good position to put themselves in position not only to make the playoffs, but maybe even challenge Miami for the division in Week 18.
0: Yeah, well, there's a lot of layers to this, right? So let's first talk about the division, and then we can talk about the wild card. If Miami loses one of their next two games, and the Bills win their next two games, they will have a chance to win the division in the final week of the season and then host a playoff game. If you were the Bills, you know I think you're probably hopeful that the Dolphins lose both of their games and you win both of those your games, but it still wouldn't matter because it would still come down to the last week of the season, right? No matter what for the division, whether the Dolphins win one or two. If the Bills win the next two and the Dolphins lose one or two, it'll still come down to the last one because if the Dolphins win, then they would still have the tiebreaker, right?
1: Um, If the Dolphins win two, they they
0: the Bills can't catch them. Is that what you're asking? No, I'm saying if the Dolphins lose their next two games. Go ahead, yes. And the Bills oh, that's win, correct. Win, win their win next one. two games. Win
1: one. That's correct because, yes, that's exactly right. Then it wouldn't matter, basically. So,
0: so it, there's like no scenario really... Unless the Bills lose their next two games where week 18 won't matter, right? I believe that's correct, yes. Okay. So, for the Bills, you or unless, need Dallas. Or, or, if they,
1: or, or if the Dolphins win their next two games. That, that yeah. wouldn't matter.
0: If you for the division. are a Bills fan listening to this, you now need to go from rooting against Dallas to really rooting for Dallas. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. now they play the Dolphins. And I don't know about you, but I would not want to get this team after they got embarrassed this week. So- oh, no. And,
1: and listen, the, the Dolphins, Dolphins are a better matchup for Dallas than the Bills are. They're a Because mm-hmm. the, the, Dolph, the Dolphins are going to try and throw the ball. They're not going to try and be this powerful team to beat them up front. Mm-hmm. They're going to try and throw the ball on them. The, the Cowboys have. They play a lot of dime. They're very fast. Pass rush. I think this is a tougher matchup for Miami than it is for Buffalo, considering what we just saw out of Buffalo and how they handled them. Dallas matches up much better against Miami because of their styles.
0: Yeah, for sure. So and it's back-to-back games that are really tough for Miami. So you've got, they've got Dallas and then they've got Baltimore. Dallas is playing for a chance at the one seed in the NFC. Baltimore is playing for a chance at the one seed in the AFC. So you need the dolphins to lose one of those games. And then if the bills take care of their own business, they still have a chance at winning the division with a win in week 18. If the bills win their next two games, but then lose to the Dolphins in Week 18, it is about a 50-50 chance that they get into the playoffs, according to the New York Times Playoff Predictor. The thing that really kind of hurts the Bills is that they don't have tiebreakers against teams like the Broncos, against the Bengals, against some of the teams that they're chasing. So you just really are rooting for those teams to kind of lose, just to give yourselves multiple. What you want is, first off, just to win out. If the Bills win out, they're going to the playoffs and they're probably even hosting a playoff game. You just want to give yourself options. You want to give yourself like a kind of a backdoor way of getting into the playoffs if for some reason you lose one of the games. Because my like Miami, I'm higher on Miami than everybody, it feels like. And I know I've been for like a year and a half. I just don't love the, it's basically a playoff game before the playoffs. So just, well, it also could happen,
1: Matt, is in this scenario we're talking about. It could very well be a rematch in week 19. The Bills could play the Dolphins Shh. in week 18 and then they could play each other again in week 19. It's very it's it's becoming more and more likely as you go on here.
0: Well, how, but how? Because if the Bills don't get in as the I, I guess it depends who wins the division. Because if the Bills right. get in but don't win the division, they'll probably be the seventh seed. So they'll probably be going on the road to whoever's like two. And I don't think that'll be Miami. So I, I, I guess you're right. I, I don't know. There's so many different things that could happen in this whole scenario. But at the end well, of the day... I also
1: I disagree with the 50% that the New York Times or the ESPN playoff machine, Those are they're not predictive analysis over the next few weeks. They're just saying how the math works right now between what the yeah. records would be. To me, mm-hmm. if the Bills win two out of three, they're getting in. I, I You would have to have... Of the of the one two three four teams in front of them, like you'd have to have most of them go basically two and one, and that's yeah. not going to happen. You're going to get some losses in there. Some teams are playing each other, so I think to win the next two, I think you're almost to me the way I look at it. Just look at the schedule. I think you're almost going to someone have to really go wrong for you to get it to not be in.
0: So who do you think are the biggest threats for the Bills right now? The Texans and the Bengals.
1: No, well the Browns are probably going to make it. So, at least two
0: spots. At least two spots. So, this upcoming week, the Bengals and the Colts. Okay. So, this upcoming week, the because of their schedules, by the way, the Bengals play the Steelers. The Steelers stink. So, they're probably going to win. The Colts play the Falcons on the road in Atlanta. I don't think the Falcons are very good either. But, but they but are still in the look mix. At the
1: totality of, of the schedules here for the Colts sure. schedule isn't that hard, but they no. do. But the, in, but the Texans and Colts play each other week 18.
0: Yes, exactly. And so. the, and in the next week in week 17, the week that the bills host the Patriots, the chiefs host the Bengals. So right. that week you are a chiefs fan. And you are just hoping that the Chiefs beat the Bengals. And then the Raiders are playing the Colts. So they're, you know, a team that's certainly in the mix. And then the last week of the season, the Browns are playing the Bengals. So once again, you were rooting for the Browns in that scenario. And the Colts and the Texans, like you said, play each other. So who the heck knows what's going to happen there? And then after that, is there really any other teams that would be like certainly in the mix? The Broncos and Raiders. You need well, the, the Broncos. Broncos to, the Broncos,
1: yeah, the, and the Broncos schedule is not all that difficult no, to
0: the, be quite honest. No, the Broncos schedule is that's the one that I think you're scared of because they would have the tiebreaker if you were both ten and seven. If you both right. if you lose once and then they win out, they would leapfrog you. So you need the Broncos right. also to slip up. But all of this is null and void if you win out. The Bills win out. It's all That's null right. and void. They're getting into the playoffs, and they're probably, honestly, even hosting a game, and they would be maybe the most dangerous team in the AFC. All
1: right, let's get to a couple of questions here. People wrote in. We tweeted out uh-huh. if you want to ask us questions. I really like this one. I actually thought about this one. This is from Chris. Okay. Favorite Brandon Bean edition this year. So instead of favorite, I'll just switch around and say, which was the That's- best, most important, and the best, how they went about it, what they did. Rasul Douglas, Leonard Floyd, Connor McGovern, Osir- or Osiris Torrance?
0: I will say short term Leonard Floyd, long term Osiris Torrance, just because I think the impact of having a solid guard for the next four years. Will be really, really valuable for this team. I mean, you can say the same thing about Connor. They're all very Respect. solid. They're yeah, all very I'm, I'm solid. Surprised,
1: I'm surprised, though. Like, I'm not surprised, I guess, but I like what you're saying. You're not wrong, but I mean, heck, Russell Douglas could be both long term and short term. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: He's on a contract right. for
1: a couple of years, right? This year and next year, I think it is.
0: Russell Douglas
1: is on a contract yes.
0: for this year and next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, well,
1: but I would say to answer this question, I thought about it in this way what was more impactful and, and bigger? And smarter or whatever. Russell Douglas or Leonard Floyd. I think it's a tough one, but probably <coughs> Leonard Floyd because you didn't get the season you thought you would from Von Miller coming back.
0: Probably. But you he's, also he's got you also got Russell Douglas and kind of figured it out right after you got him.
1: You did so and you. you you didn't you you had to get him from with the injury to Trey. He's also only been here a certain amount of weeks where Floyd's been doing it since week one. I mean I don't know. It's a tough call, but I like that question because it just goes to show you those are some really good additions Brandon Bean had for this roster.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a couple questions that we already kind of answered. Like, where is Gabe Davis? Not a single catch in four games. Like, I don't know. I think that a lot of this one was the game script. I think that Gabe just had a really big game against the Eagles and then kind of nothing for the last couple weeks. So I'm not going to really be like the Gabe Davis is hurting them. I don't really know what else they were supposed to do offensively today. I mean they scored right. 31 points and they just hammered it on the ground. So I, I'm not overly concerned about Gabe Davis production. Um it, this is a good question. I don't know the answer to this though, so I'm hoping you do. Okay. Is there any way the Bills could clinch a playoff spot before the final week of the season? I don't Is there I don't think there is. I don't think so either. No, I don't think so because of
1: if, the tiebreakers being so far behind.
0: Yeah, if they won out in every team they needed to lost, I still think there would be enough teams in the picture because they're playing each other. So chances are somebody is going to win. So yeah, I don't think there's a way that they clinch before week 18. Um, Let's see. Bobby, why did the team sign Puda Ford to just keep him inactive every week? I think Tim Settle just kind of won the job, right?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, this goes back to the same thing we hear about Leonard Floyd. Why'd you sign him? Well, because mm-hmm. he's a good player and you, and you, you should you just not sign guys thinking, well, he might not, he might not be as good as somebody? I don't know. Yeah. It's a tough, mm-hmm. it's a loaded question. Like you sign guys thinking they might help and sometimes they don't. Yeah. You sign guys mm-hmm. for depth and then sometimes you don't need them. I, I get the same question about Leonard Floyd every week. Well, why'd they sign him? To help the running back room. If Leonard Floyd yeah. doesn't like his, I'm sorry, Leonard Floyd, Leonard Fournette. If Leonard Fournette doesn't like his situation, he can go sign with somebody else. He's a free yeah. agent. He's still in the practice squad. It's, it's good. It's okay. You don't have to play him just because you signed him. So why did they sign the Puno Ford? Simple question is, I'm sure they thought he'd fit in better than he has, and other people have been better. So you don't just cut him. He's on the roster. Hey, it's Sal Capaccio from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day. Your weekly source for all things Buffalo Bills. Right on time, your time. In the car? Navigate the streets with Annabelle wisdom in your ear. We accompany every errand you need to run. Washing the windows or vacuuming the carpets? Don't just clean. Conquer. Podcasts make you more productive because we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow It's Always Game Day in Buffalo in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. Kevin asked this, in your opinions, do we have any slivers of insecurities or doubt about which Buffalo team Buffalo Bills teams will show up for the next two games? I find it's, it's hard question. not to What do you ch- think
1: about What do you think about um playing a team in LA that just fired their coach because sometimes you get a bump from that?
0: Yeah, I think you do get a bump for that. I think the bump is less significant because they have a backup quarterback playing, yep, but agree. at the same time like I'm not willing to chalk this team up as an easy win for any of either of their next two games at all because they have proven this year that they're not you know as consistent as they need to be now this team looks a lot better than the team earlier in the season so i would like to think that they're less prone to slipping up but right. <laughs> humanate like i don't know i'm from buffalo and i've seen weirder things right like how weird would it be how buffalo would it be to beat the cowboys like they did and then go on the road and slip up and then ruin everybody's Christmas, probably, if they're a Bills fan. So I, I don't think that's going to happen. They're a 13 and a half point favorite for a reason, but at the same time, that's as big of a favorite as they were when they lost to the Patriots earlier in the season. So that's right. I mean, you never look, know.
1: I mean, again, this year, Antonio Pierce, last year, Jeff Saturday. Sometimes this happens. You get a new head coach, you play for him, you're like, you're on notice now. You're like, I need to play better. Don't want it to be uh-huh. me next. You know, those things all come into play. But again, you made the right point. They're playing Easton stick. You can't lose the Easton stick. Then they're playing Bailey Zappy. I think, right after that. Who knows the uh-huh. quarterback is these days? Maybe it's Tony Eason or, you know, uh-huh. Steve Grogan again for New England fall. <laughs> I know. But yeah, y- you can't lose those games of those quarterbacks. But New England's defense is still good. You could have some sort of trip up in that scenario. I like Lego redacted on Twitter who asks any updates on injuries coming out of the game. That's a good question because although we don't have the official injury diagnosis, Jordan Phillips uh-huh. had, had didn't return. He was looking they were looking at his rib in a rib injury, he didn't uh-huh. return. Good news that Sam Martin did return. He got hit yeah. on that uh, roughing the punter. He did wind up uh-huh. returning to that game, uh to the game. And then I think there was one other person that came out and wound up um returning
0: Spencer as well. Special Brown. Well, oh special Brown Brown um, it, it was he Ty got an Johnson. Extra That's right. Ty Johnson as
1: well. Ty Johnson left and he came back as well. So let's hope that's all it was was at the end. Jordan Phillips, the only one who didn't come back. And then we'll see where it goes with Micah Hyde and AJ Epinesa next week.
0: And I think the long term one is there is still a chance we see Daquan Jones again. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if that's something that could happen in the regular season, or if that's something that would specifically happen if they make the playoffs, but that would be a, a massive, massive return for the Bills if they could get him back.
1: It would be. Now, Matt Milano's not expected to return, but it was great seeing him on the sidelines. He was at the game today, on Sunday. Yeah. I he mean, on that's- the sidelines. The first, first time that we've seen him on the sidelines, didn't have any sort of crutches or aid to walk. He was walking. He's rehabbing now. He's not mm-hmm. expected to come back. Still a, a lengthy rehab but it was great to see him walking on the sidelines.
0: Uh, This is a question from a couple different people. When do they take the interim tag off of Joe Brady? Uh, I I don't know. At the end of the season, probably, right? Let's
1: wait. Let's wait. He's still fighting for a job. Keep him him in this hungry mode, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. At this rate, he's probably going to be the offensive coordinator next year, and he has given you reason to feel confident about his position moving forward. I bet he probably gets some looks from around the league. I think because of who his quarterback is and because of the success that they've had together in this very small sample size, he would probably choose to stay in Buffalo, but they also might have their hand forced a little bit. If there's a team out there, that's like, we want to give this guy an interview and then he has to decide, would he rather stay in Buffalo or go take a job elsewhere?
1: That's right. I mean, work with Josh Allen obviously would would mean a lot, but Uh I mean, he's, he's, He's earned his right to be able to have those awesome things happen to him if that's mm-hmm. the case, and we'll see. But, you know, that's a few months down the road, and, you know, we'll check in on when it happens. But in the meantime, you know, Joe Brady, I think, is doing an excellent job as the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills, obviously. Um, what else can we get here? Oh, you Did you, are, you see – about the interim tag. Yes.
0: I mean, this one is from Joe. Is Diggs, the greatest wide receiver in Bills history. Um Andre Reed is the greatest wide receiver in Bills history. I'll say this, though. Stefan Diggs is probably the most talented wide receiver in Bills history. And if they ever win a Super Bowl, he'll become the most important Bills wide receiver in franchise history. I mean, I don't think that's crazy, right? Like, if they win. If they, if they ever win a Super Bowl with, like, this team, Josh Allen is the most important athlete in Buffalo sports history. And Stefan Diggs is very high on that list as well.
1: One more. Ed says, what have you noticed about Vaughn in the last couple of weeks? I won't talk about last week necessarily. <laughs> that was last week, but this game, I thought he made a, a little bit more of a difference, Matt. I do think yeah. that Vaughn was in on some plays where he was getting some pressure. I don't know if he was credited mm-hmm. with any officially, but it felt like to me, he was close and he was a part of making things happen.
0: Yeah, for sure. It feels like once they took that brace off, he was able to kind of crank it up a little bit to like the next level now the next level still does not look like what we are accustomed to seeing from last season but i do think that his game at least is trending in kind of a a positive direction where he might soon start to make a player too
1: no one asked me this i'm just gonna Answer in any way and ask myself, Sal, did you wear your Syracuse shirt on the show today because Kyle McCord transferred from Ohio State and signed with Syracuse and committed? Yes, that is the reason why. Because I can finally start feeling proud, maybe hopefully about my Syracuse Orange football team again. They're getting some great recruits. And then they beat it was a great day for me, Matt. They beat Oregon in basketball by 20 points on Sunday as the Bills were playing,
0: or right before the Bills. That's au- that's awesome. I'm yeah. happy for you because I do not know, admittedly, anything about who's playing quarterback for Buff State next year. I That's wish okay. them all the best. Let me ask you this, though. And once again, this is an ignorant, not somebody who follows college football a lot. Okay. Didn't he stink at Ohio State? Kind of, sort of.
1: But not in the manner of he stunk. He was just not to the level of what most late, lately what most Ohio State quarterbacks have been.
0: But now he didn't stink 20.
1: as a college football player.
0: Once again. Take this coming yes. from somebody who doesn't know much. Uh-huh. There's no Marvin Harrison Jr. at Syracuse.
1: That's right, because Marvin com- Harrison Sr. played at Syracuse, but his son does not.
0: Um the listen. the competition won't be as high as it is at Ohio State, but like you also don't That's have right. two first round wide receivers that you're throwing to. So if he wasn't good at Ohio State, no, again, 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 what he was makes a good me- player. He was on a,
1: he was on a team that was undefeated until the final week of the year and he was the quarterback
0: yeah but like wouldn't they still be playing or like be in the playoff if he was better
1: I, I to your point to say like okay <laughs> people listening go Matt's right I would say a lot of Ohio State fans would say we're totally glad he's off our team but he still was the starter if he was that bad they would have pulled him and put someone else in They were a team competing for the national title at Syracuse yeah. he will be he will have a chance to be better because he won't play a stiff a competition. The ACC overall, and you know, is going to be well. The I mean, ACC wasn't that bad this year. I guess the way mm-hmm. I'm saying it is, for Syracuse, he's a step up. For Ohio State, no, no. they needed to upgrade anyway.
0: I it's cool as like a completely outside, unbiased observer to see like a school here get a big time because I realize, like, I, I'm I, not. Dumb. I realized he is yeah. a big na- Well, I am dumb, but I realize he's a big recruit. I realize he is a big get for Fran Brown. And like that's a really good thing for Syracuse football and for football fans here because I know that we've got a lot of cross. Like, I know there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast just down the 90 in Syracuse. And like, I want to see your team do well. I just the way I was seeing people talk about this from my uh, John Scott yeah. from Spectrum. He's an Ohio State fan. But he's again, big he's
1: Ohio to, but he's used to these guys and he's used to Justin Fields and CJ Stroud and he can't I, I compare know, this to them.
0: I know, but like we went a couple times on the road, you know, a lot of us hang out with each other on the road and he would always like to try and watch the Ohio State games. And I would just like very casually watch them from a distance and I would be sitting like the Notre Dame games, a good example.
1: Yeah. And I'm
0: like, what are, what are these guys doing? Like, what is the. Yeah. What What is happening in these games? Like, What is the level of... It, it also is very clear that when you watch, this is a little bit of a weird transition. But because the Bills have played so many 425 games the last couple weeks, I have gotten a chance to watch most of the 1 o'clock slate from the week of the Eagles game, the bye week for the Bills, last week before the Chiefs game, and this week before the game against the Cowboys. Josh Allen is so good. There's yes. so much bad quarterback play in the NFL. So much bad quarterback play. And the things that he is able to do, I, I know he's probably not going to win the MVP, but my goodness gracious, the list of people you would start a team with if you were a GM is is what? Patrick Mahomes won. Josh. I mean, the conversation. there's probably sure. five guys in the conversation. Sure. It's probably Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Hurts. Lamar,
1: right? Yeah, probably probably right. the five
0: yeah, guys. Yeah. It's, Maybe it's, something like it's, that. It's still just mind-boggling He's, to me, like that the, that the Bills have that guy. And he was
1: able; they were able to win with him throwing less than 100 yards. Real quick to wrap this up. Hey, give me my moment on Syracuse. All right, you're not wrong necessarily. I'm happy but I'm for, I'm good. Happy for Number, you. I
0: just said I, I said thought, I'm happy yeah, for yeah. you.
1: Number two, as long as we're doing this, Cortland football, Division Three national champions, man. I know you know Very that. From cool. working at you know, Channel Seven, and you guys covering. And you know, um, talk about a quarterback, that, a, how, that a quarterbacks. That's so from cool. here. Yeah, Ken yeah. West, Ken Moore West, which is really yeah. cool.
0: So congratulations to you. I just gotta. Uh, got what what do you do when you get a text message from somebody and you don't have their number saved? Do you ask them? I feel like it's rude to say like, who is this?
1: I feel is like it really is too. Cool? So I do that sometimes. I Google search the number first.
0: Is it more rude? And then if it comes up, I'm like, "Oh,
1: that's who it is." You don't have any past text messages from people from this person?
0: No, no. Oh. I, I got. I'm. Um, I have two phones. I have a, a work phone and a personal oh. phone. Um, a burner, yeah. I got a burner phone, yeah. So I guess <laughs> if you have just my, if you have my personal phone, it's probably I don't know better. Like I don't know. I I I feel weird. I don't. And the, maybe the person who texted me is listening to this podcast. Yeah. And they're going to be like, "What an a- what an asshole!" He doesn't even have my cell phone number. But is it more rude to ignore it or to say, "Who is this?" Um,
1: <laughs> I would answer the blow. question or comment on whatever they sent you, and then say, "I'm sorry. Who's this?"
0: Hey, I got a new phone, even though I didn't. Right, new I've phone. Used that is?
1: Line. I knew, I've used the. Hey, I got a new no, phone. I, I say, I'm times. sorry. Just to say sorry, I don't have this number logged into my phone. Who is this?
0: Yeah, and then when, and then uh, when
1: they tell you profusely apologize that's all
0: yeah um so yeah that's just my little it happened while we <laughs> were right. watching this
1: we weren't even go that long. we went pretty long off, we're off the, long. the rails did you yeah. see the
0: last question did you see the last question this is a funny yeah. one uh they said who would win in a fight Sal with uh, hair yes. or bouvet without hair <laughs> does does our hair have anything to do with a fight I, what does hair have to do with a fight i'm not really sure literally I mike is no laughing idea. i could see mike i could see mike in the little box at the bottom of the screen laughing at the question
1: well, um, I, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, yeah, me too. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm 50, so I don't really want to be fighting anybody. Um, I think I'm in pretty good shape, but not as be- good a shape as I need to be. In fact, when I be playing flag football again soon, I got to get back into the sh- kind of shape I need to be in flag football. So, there's the answer from my end, which didn't really yeah. answer it
0: it's not an answer i I wouldn't fight you there's no situation where i would fight you there's also no situation where we
1: we 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 would we would just love each other too much that's all not fight each other
0: we would just do the italian thing back and forth we would just raise our hands and go ah god make noises bills fans should love what they saw
1: their team today 31 to 10 over the dallas cowboys back in it baby They are right there in the playoff race in the AFC. For Mike Robbie, our producer, I'm Sal Capaccio. For Matt Bove, we'll talk to you next time, and it's always game day in Buffalo. We're going to go fight now.